Good morning, good morning. Today is Friday, the 24th of February. It's currently 68 degrees. Uh, I'm going to get to a high of 73 today. Looks like it's cloudy this morning and possible chance of rain this afternoon, evening hours. We have a couple of prayer requests. Uh, Pastor Rajesh in India uh, asks for prayer for his mother suffering with asthma. She's been admitted to the hospital. And then, of course, Michael and Charlotte's son, uh, Tony, that's hopefully uh, be released today. And uh, they just need, need to get home in, uh, in the snow. So, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We just ask that you would accomplish your will on this earth, Lord, that you would do as you see fit, that you would work in and through our lives. Lord, help us to be willing vessels, clean vessels uh, for your use. Lord, we just ask that you would... Uh, provide our daily needs, as you always do, amazingly, abundantly, Lord, and forgive us. And help us to forgive like you forgive, totally, completely. Lord, lead us not into temptation. And Father, we just lift you up, lift up uh, Rajesh's mom, Lord, we just ask that you would Give the doctor's directions, Lord, uh, to help with this asthma, or Lord, that you would just heal her from it, Lord, to uh, just allow her to breathe, get some air uh, into her lungs, into her body, Lord. So we lift her up to you, and Father, we lift up uh, Tony. Uh, we just ask for healing there, uh, Lord, that he'd be released today, that they'd get home safely, Lord. And so we just put that... Uh, Whole situation in your hands, Lord. We lift them up to you again. We ask for healing, a quick recovery, uh, Lord, and uh, that you'd be glorified in all of this, Lord. And so, Father, we just ask you to be with us now. Uh, also, uh, with my brother Steve in the hospital, Lord, continue uh, healing there, Lord. Help him to help his heart to get strengthened, Lord, to uh, give him the desire and the uh, the will to uh, to follow the doctor's uh, directions on exercise and whatever uh, he needs to do, Lord, to help strengthen that heart, to help get him uh, just up and out of bed again, Lord. And so we lift him up to you, his wife, Kim, Lord. It says for provision and lift them up. And Lord, just be with us now as we get into this lesson. In Jesus' name we pray. Okay, the Holy Spirit and going on with God. And we have Galatians chapter 3, titled By Faith or By Works of the Law is the title. O oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? It was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. Let me ask you only this. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law? or by the hearing with faith. Are you so foolish, having begun by the Spirit? Are you now being perfected by the flesh? Did you suffer so many things in vain, if indeed it was in vain? Does he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you do so by works of the law, or by the hearing with faith? Just as Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. Know then, that it is those of faith who are the sons of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel beforehand to Abraham, saying, 
in you shall all the nations be blessed. So then those who are of faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. For all who rely on works of the law are under a curse. For it is written, Cursed be everyone who does not abide by all things written in the book of the law and do them. Now it is evident that no one is justified before God by the law, for the righteous shall live by faith. But the law is not of faith. Rather, the one who does them shall live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hanged on a tree, so that in Christ Jesus the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles, so that we might receive the promised Spirit through faith. To give a human example, brothers, even when a man-made covenant, no one annuls it or adds to it once it's been ratified. Now the promises were made to Abraham and his offspring. Does it not say, and to offsprings, referring to many, but referring to one? And your offspring, it does, I'm sorry, it does not say, and to offsprings, plural, referring to many, but referring to one and to your offspring, who is Christ. This is what I mean. The law, which came 430 years afterward, does not annul a covenant previously ratified by God, so as to make the promise void. For if the inheritance comes by the law, it no longer comes by promise, but God gave it to Abraham by a promise. Why then the law? It was added because of transgressions, until the offspring should come to whom the promise had been made, and it was put in place through the angels by an intermediary. Now an intermediary implies more than one, but God is one. Is the law then contrary to the promises of God? Certainly not. For if a law had been given that could give life, then righteousness would indeed be by the law. But the scripture imprisoned everything under sin so that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. Now before faith came, we were held captive under the law, imprisoned until the coming faith would be revealed. So then, the law was our guardian until Christ came, in order that we might be justified by faith. But now that faith has come. We are no longer under a guardian. For in Christ Jesus you are all sons of God through faith. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither Slave nor free, there is no male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus, and if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to the promise. The Holy Spirit and going on with God. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit, Are you now being made perfect by the flesh? Galatians 3, 2 and 3. The work of the Holy Spirit is required for people to start out with God through new birth and justification. The Holy Spirit must also be at work in believers if they are to go on with God in growth and sanctification. The opening portion of our present scripture passage uses a question to address our standing out with God. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? The answer to this question is obvious. No one could ever have the Spirit of God come to indwell them on the basis of their performance before God's law. 
Only the hearing of faith could ever cause that. The Holy Spirit came to live in us when we heard the gospel of Jesus Christ and believed in him. At that time, our sins were forgiven. We were justified, declared not guilty, righteous in God's sight, and and we were born again by the Spirit. All of this marked our beginning with God. All of this involved the work of the Holy Spirit on our behalf. The closing words of the passage use two additional questions to apply this issue of the Spirit's work to our going on with God. Are you so foolish? Having begun in the Spirit, are you now being made perfect by the flesh? We who are the children of God began with Him in the Spirit. Now, it would be spiritually senseless to think that we could progress with God by the flesh. Surely we agree with the Lord that we could not produce our own spiritual birth into his family. We had to be born of the Spirit, John 3, 6. Certainly we want to agree with God that we cannot manufacture our own spiritual growth, that is, be made perfect by the flesh. The Lord desires that we mature and develop in this new life in Christ. Such growth in Christ is a spiritual matter. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. The resources that we have all received from our earthly parents are of the flesh. These are natural capability. These natural capabilities cannot develop us spiritually. The perfecting process, becoming increasingly like the Lord Jesus Christ, necessitates the Holy Spirit's working in us. Remember, the means God used to start us out with Him to justify us, are the means he uses to grow us up in him, to sanctify us. Oh, Holy Father, I humbly admit that I have foolishly thought at times that I could produce godliness in myself through my own best efforts. Lord, I see that I need your spirit as much for spiritual growth as I did for spiritual birth. As I seek you through prayer and through your word, please take me on with you in growth and sanctification, by the work of your Holy Spirit, through Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen and amen. You guys have an amazing day. May the Lord bless you.